they are locking us again my people <laughs> they are locking us again and it don't make no sense and i want to jailbreak because they are locking us again guys ontario is entering another or has entered another lockdown and it don't make no sense um and i would just want to talk about it because you know we need to talk so you know before we we jump into it i first and foremost want to just give a disclaimer that this is not by any means you know meant to be educating anybody i have no education to offer at best i have entertainment but that's really at best because this whole thing is just a conversation it's a tete it's a tete because i really need to speak to somebody right um and i also just want to say hi because i realized that i didn't say hi at the beginning of this recording so hello everybody it's tosin here toss on talk to me toss sharing our hearts because our people these people want to they want to i don't even know again i don't know again so you know now let's get into it and let me start with a little bit of a background for the people that are very distanced from this issue and don't you know understand what we are going through in this part of the world so i live in toronto ontario and ontario as a whole has been probably the most locked down place in the world since covid hit right um i think we got our first case of covid sometime around march 12th or 13 2020 um and i think on march 13 14 they're about we entered a lockdown and when i tell you that that was the beginning of bus bus i'm not joking that was the beginning of hmm, i don't even know how to express how i'm feeling from when we entered lockdown in march 2021 we first thought this is going to be a two-week p little do we, did we know that m- you know beyond a year from that date we would still be in some form of lockdown right and more you know clarity for anyone that isn't really familiar with you know canada ontario the geography here like i said toronto is in ontario ontario is one of the provinces in canada it's probably the most populous one i might be wrong you know asterisks behind that statement but it is you know a very vibrant province because it has big cities like toronto like ottawa um and then there's also the peel region you know um mississauga that's also one of the biggest cities um and i believe brampton is also part of peel region and i just wanted to clarify that because i will be making mention of that later on so now we've been and i think three lockdowns till date um the original one that just kept on extending and extending and extending and then finally kind of ended in summer um and then we kind of go into this second wave during summer slash at the beginning of fall um and we entered another lockdown right which was our second lockdown that lasted till about um november i think um november we started opening up again and then in i think early december they locked down toronto they locked down peel but the halton region which is you know other part um 
another part of Ontario and some other parts of Ontario in general were still open. But then December 26th, the lockdown everywhere, um, they put us in a quote-unquote state of emergency. So the whole of Ontario was in a form of lockdown. Um, and then they opened us a, up again. No, and then that, that carried through the whole of January, the whole of February. And then in March, they were like, okay, they're going to start opening us back up. And this is where I really want to start having this conversation. So in March, they're like, yeah, you know, they're going to open up the, the, the province again. Um, and they're going to play kind of by air, right? So sorry about the background noise just now. But anyway, so they said they're going to open up the province again, but they're going to keep Toronto and Pew on lockdown, right? But at the same time that they were saying these things, um, they were also saying that the numbers were increasing. Now, they is a very ambiguous day, right? Because there are many voices that are speaking. There is the, I guess, the Ministry of Health. There is, you know, more predominantly than anybody else, the Premier of Ontario, Doc Ford, um, and the all the government people shall. So there is the government, wherever the, you know, news is coming from is wherever the news is coming from so i don't know you know who was responsible for lifting the lockdown but the the lockdown was lifted right while the numbers were going up and the numbers were going up and they were you know sharing the numbers publicly now toronto and Peel were still locked and i think a week or two weeks after the rest of ontario was opened toronto was also open now as toronto was opening they were quote-unquote panicking um about the numbers right like the numbers being really high blah 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 so i think a lot of us were genuinely confused as to why they were opening things up if they were truly as panicked as they were um but surely enough a week after toronto um less than a week after toronto was opened up we started hearing that we're entering a lockdown again and within days you know and in quote again i'm just going to give you quote unquote quote unquote an emergency break was introduced so we officially entered a lockdown again um on midnight april 3rd guys (laughs) at this point what are we doing (laughs) what are we doing see oh when we kind of came out of the first lockdown and the second lockdown came i was shocked but by the time the second lockdown was ending, I already knew there was going to be a third lockdown. I my I, my spirit picked. My spirit picked that based on the way they were running things, uh, we were going to go back into. There was no way. When they now said the third lockdown was ending, that to me was laughable because I'm like, this obviously is not like, this isn't like we are like. There's no, you know, what is the proof in the pudding that. You know, given how we had to quickly go from, you know, given how things progressed, right, from the second lockdown to the third lockdown, I just could not, for the life of me, understand why the third lockdown was ending. Like, based on the pattern, based on the numbers, like, there was just nothing that indicated that the lockdown should be ending at the time that it was ending. Like, but, you know, they did what they did, and the lockdown ended and surely enough it started right back up and at this point i just feel like irritated because i feel like i'm in a system where there's no plan like 
and this is just my own hot take right this is my own just me parambulating it's not i don't i'm not a you know i'm not like i said at the beginning of this podcast like this is not an educational piece like it is just my own hot take right i was i was reading the the i guess official statements from ontario's the ontario government about what the lockdown is and or what the emergency break is and i was just like okay like so what's like when are you going to like address how we got here in the first place <laughs> like like what like what's the correlation between excuse me what's the correlation between all the things you are saying and all the things that you are restricting and the numbers going up right like you know in order for people to be in the icu in order for people to be you know to get tested and have those positive results for us to know that they had covid you know they kind of had to be like the government is aware of them right um and is there any contact tracing being done is there any because at the beginning of you know this whole thing there was quite a bit of that right trying to like guesstimate where people were getting infected right um so you're telling us okay no more um gatherings of such and such number of people no more outdoor gatherings no more this no more that and i just as a you know regular regular resident of ontario just you know thinking aloud how many gatherings have there really been like 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 are we saying that the gatherings are where people are getting infected and you know if so where like what are these gatherings that people are getting infected at um and then talking about restricting the number of um well i don't even know i was reading the whole thing and i was like okay i hear you but i don't get you i don't get how this is our way out i don't get how you know because you seeing that this is these are the things that we need to not do in order to not be in the position that we're in is you seeing that the reason that we're in the position we're in is because of these things and to me that doesn't just ring true right because you're not giving us any concrete you know thing another thing i just want to say is that again this is me i'm not giving educational content in this podcast but i'm just gonna casually you know say that i i did observe as an individual that they started crying more about numbers roughly in september thereabouts i also just did observe as an individual that that also happens to be when schools you know typically would return so i don't i'm just wondering is there a correlation and is that correlation going to be addressed um yeah i just again i'm really struggling i'm really struggling because i just don't know what is going on and nobody is giving us any clear plan really like nobody is saying exactly how we got here exactly how we get out and i think it's it's annoying the other thing that is annoying um is the level of gaslighting right because in general like you telling us like i I think the government is failing to acknowledge 
that people have genuinely been in isolation for the greater part of a year. I personally, you know, at a point I had to basically go and, you know, live with a friend. But for the greater part of 2020, I was alone, literally, physically by myself, right? Right now, I live alone. So also, you know, this year, I'm back by myself right um and i know a lot of people that are similar to me a lot of people that you know have also spent most of you know the past year alone and i think it's incredibly insensitive to not acknowledge the efforts that people are making um to curb this thing right it's incredibly incredibly insensitive to come and you know basically yell at us like this man, you know, that happens to be in leadership, every time, stay at home, stay at home. And I'm just like, bros, do you know where we're hearing you shout at us from? Our houses. We are at home when you're shouting at us to stay at home. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, And I think that it's just, it's just incredibly insensitive, right? Because a lot of people have been at home and it's taking a toll on a lot of people's mental health particularly given the nature of the year we've, a lot of us have had. Um, and I think the other level of gaslighting is particularly towards young people. Um, all the news about how many young people are in the ICU, um, all the hot takes about young people feeling like they're invincible, but now having a greater rate of infection and, um, you know, fatality. It's, it's annoying. It's annoying because, you know, it, it just, I don't know. When I heard that, I felt a type of way, and I was like, "Are we not taking this thing seriously?" But then I thought about it, and I'm like, you know, most of the people that I know personally are at home. And then I started to do more digging, and I realized, wait, the reason why more young people are getting infected is because there's more young people, you're under 29s, that are frontline workers. A lot of them that are not healthcare workers, that you know, I don't know what the and I will get to that in a bit, the whole vaccination thing. But from from you know what I I, I understand, a lot of these people are, are still not um in line to be vaccinated, but they are basically risking their lives to be out there working the grocery stores, working the the um, restaurants, um, working in in you know all these spaces that are quote unquote essential businesses, right? And it's highly insensitive, especially to the families of those who have actually lost people. For you to now come and be saying that, oh, um, the the like in, 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 from the context of you know a gaslighter saying that the the um young people are getting infected the most. Of course, young people are getting infected the most. Do you know why? Because most of the people that have to work right now are young people, right? Most of the people that sorry to, to just to, to, to correct myself, most of them that have to work outside of their homes are young people, right? Um. And again, it's just it's just incredibly insensitive. Now, let's get to the matter of this vaccination, right? Um, I think it's I <laughs> I don't know if it's only me, but I'm lost, and I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. I think the last thing I read was something about um, or by September everyone will be eligible to get vaccinated and i'm so lost i'm so lost because do you know how fast september is 
do you know how fast September is? People are getting vaccinated all over the world. Shout out to Nigeria SF. Even in Nigeria right now, people are getting vaccinated. And it's not that I am, you know, I'm just going to speak matter of factly, right? Because I saw some people kind of being offended that people were shocked that Nigerians were getting vaccinated. But some, as someone that lived in Nigeria for the greater part of my life, I know that even people that are in Nigeria now are shocked that the vaccine is readily available because, you know, historically, you know, we we tend to be challenged when it comes to matters of organization and distribution. Um, even when, you know, COVID hit and they were um, sharing palliatives, you know, as we as we realized on Twitter, it did not reach the masses the way it was supposed to reach the masses. So that the vaccine is, you know, as accessible as it is in Nigeria, you know, is understandably a shock, but it's also highly commendable, right? Um, and big ups to everyone, you know, backing that. I'm, I'm aware that there's, you know, I guess a form of committee that has been responsible for vaccine rollout and evidently they are straightforward people and you know effective efficient people anyway back to Canada I don't know what is going on with vaccination in Canada I know um, healthcare workers have been vaccinated I know um, or have started getting vaccinated I don't know if you know, it's been fully rolled out across, you know, all the healthcare workers. I also know um, that some older people are now eligible to get vaccinated. But outside of that, there's no clear communication as to, you know, what the vaccine rollout plan is, right? Seeing that everybody will be vaccinated by September is, you know, very vague, very, very vague. Because are you saying that, you know, between now and September, you're still going to be vaccinating older people and frontline workers? Like, it's going to take you that long? Um, You know, is it, like, from my understanding, the the vibe is that the people that need it the most will get it first. Um, That will be, you know, in priority order of some sort, which I guess is consistent with what the rest of the world is doing. But it's just not clear. Anyway, whenever that happens, it happens, I guess, and we'll see how things shape up from then. But I just want to say on behalf of a lot of people that I am tired. That said, all my people that are in Ontario, particularly in, you know, Toronto and Peel, I am extending my sympathies from one lockdowner to another or to others um you know I, I i just choose to believe that we'll get through this one way or the other like clearly we are scrambling but you know i it's, it's my hope that the people who need it the most will have the wisdom um to or the people at the, the front and center will have the wisdom to kind of get us through this um and to so just this is a, a state of you know remote normalcy right because right now nothing is normal nothing is like it's just it's quite depressing right like we can't really do anything you know to not be able to even sit around the table with people that you love and share a meal it's it's it is depressing right 
um you know even for for those of us who live in ontario um when this lockdown was lifted some of us hadn't even made it outside before the lockdown was was unlifted right so you know i i just want to empathize with everyone you know let's continue to support each other through this craziness um you know continue to check on your friends continue to reach out to people when you feel like you need to reach out to people um and particularly when it comes to matters of mental health it is an incredibly tasking time for a lot of us mentally for most of us mentally i should say sorry um and you know there's no shame there's no shame in struggling through this so if you feel like you know you're in a rough place please try and get help um i i believe that there is um like if you google uh, mental health support ontario um something should come up um i i will try you know i'm not gonna make any promises but i i know that there's resources out there right now and i know it can be a chore to try and find them but please if you need them do um if you are in school in ontario i believe most schools will have mental health resources um counselors you can speak to for free that type of thing um if you work in ontario full-time i believe under your benefits package you should have you know some kind of mental health support if you don't fall into either of these buckets i know it can be kind of stressful but i do know that there's free resources out there it might be a bit of a, a line when you call you know a bit of you know wait time but i just want to say don't be discouraged by all that right like even for if you're in any of the buckets i mentioned right trying to get that mental health support it might be a bit of a chore but you are worth it right you are worth that time investment you are worth that level of effort like don't feel like you know you you like don't don't keep i guess procrastinating right like get the support that you need because you know you we all need to basically do what we need to do to get through this right to make sure that whenever we finally see the light at the end of the tunnel one we are alive two you know we are in a a healthy state of being right um and you know if anything right like if you if if you if you are really really struggling and you just don't know where to start it might be worth it to talk to a friend that can support you through figuring out how to get the help that you need because trust me i understand that we talk a lot about getting help when when you're struggling mentally but a lot of us don't talk enough about the chore that is getting help (laughs) getting especially getting professional help because you know it's one thing to talk to friends but then it's a whole other thing to talk to professionals because as friends you know there's only so much support we can give each other if we don't have the information that we need to support so i just want to say like i'm i really really empathize with anyone who is struggling mentally especially you know if it's something that is new to you right like if you've never been um, depressed prior to to you know the pandemic it might be very confusing and very uncharted terrain if you have had a history of mental health difficulty but have never gotten that mental health support it might be particularly hard now right um and you you might feel like you're drowning but again i just really really 
empathize with everyone and i just really want to encourage everyone please 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 get help if you need help and if you are feeling fine mentally don't take that for granted protect your mental health well-being um to anyone that needs to hear it you know exercise a really good sleep routine and i know i might not be the best example considering that i'm recording this podcast at 1 41 a.m but you know i did get my healthy amount of sleep today and i will you know have a healthy amount of sleep tomorrow so you know if you you know if you aren't sleeping make sure you're sleeping make sure you're getting as much light as possible like all the things that they tell us to do right like let's all try and just take care of ourselves in this time because we need that extra level of effort to to kind of get through this and if you live alone especially just make sure you are keeping loved ones near and there if there's people in your life that live alone that you know you know checking on them every so often you know just let's try and keep each other close and supported through this craziness and let's keep the government in prayers because i don't know what they're trying to do i don't know what they're doing i don't know if they know what they're doing but it is well okay anyway that is it from toast today we're very exhausted toast very tired of being locked down toast um but hey we'll see we'll see how things continue to roll out um all right bye guys have a great great week